All right, well, we are in the new BFLC. Um, it's Mr. Brayer, Father David, Mr. Hyden, and we're uh, just basking in the glory of the Ave Verum uh, from the Mass that just ended and thought that maybe we would share the, the, the actual song with you. But before we did that, we wanted to actually dive into what the song is and why we all love it so much. So awesome performance by the choir today. Led us into worship, I think, in a beautiful way, huh? I was, I was like almost tearing up. I will, and that's, that's honest. I, I'm not just saying that to, you know, uh, to, to give praise, but it's, it, it was incredible. It was, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I think it's one of the things I love about liturgical music is that it's not just a performance, right? It's like leading us into a new space. And when songs like this yeah. can lift us beyond the day-to-day -day and into a new place, I think that is what can be so beautiful about music um, when it's done beautifully, right? Um, so let's dive into the song. What's, uh, what's going on in this song? What is this? Uh, so yeah, the, the you get Ave Verum Corpus Natum. The whole first line um, is uh, just be, uh, hail uh, Ave. I hear Ave Maria a lot, so Ave just uh, kind of a sh shorter version of like a salve, um, but uh, it means hail. Uh, it's a salutation, and then um, Verum Corpus Natum, uh, the true body. And Natum means kind of having been born, and so that that statement right there is kind of like hanging, and then you get to the next line, De Maria Virgine, uh, from the Virgin, from the Virgin Mary. Mary, and so there you go. Uh, um, vere pasum immolatum, uh, cool participles here. So you get vere, truly, uh, pasum, a deponent participle, having suffered. Okay, so truly having suffered. Immolatum, having been sacrificed. Immolo immolare, uh, there in the Latin, to sacrifice. Nice participle. I think I'll throw into, you're one of the only people I know that's going to talk about cool participles. So I just appreciate that <laughs> um, passion that you always so bring. So right? all participles are cool. And I'm going to keep going. Uh, so immolatum. If I can jump in real quick. Okay, yeah. This pasum verb, someone asked me why we call it the passion of Jesus. Yep. It comes from the same uh, root, uh, pasio. Or uh, patior, 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 patior verb, yes, um, and and so so it means to suffer or to undergo, and it's yep. where we get uh, the the word passion from. So. Yeah, uh, and that, that's I think people like often think he's like really passionate. Yeah, they think it's like like passion and emotion. Yeah, but the old idea was that emotions were something we undergo, not something that we do. Exactly. Yeah. So undergo or suffer. All right, we were in the middle of uh, yeah, immolatum. In, no, no, it's beautiful. Uh, immolatum in cruce pro omen. Cruce, nice. Uh, crux, right? Uh, crux uh, pro omine. So you have having been uh, sacrificed and then in cruce on the cross, pro omine. Nice little prepositions for man, okay? Cuius uh, latus perforatum. Cuius, uh, whose? Uh, it's a form of quick code, which is the relative the pronoun genitive. who or whom. The genitive is of whom, or I like who's here. Mm -hmm. Who's latus, uh, like you think of your lats, uh, things on your side, so it's a side, okay? Uh, and so cuius latus, whose side perforatum has been sliced, sliced. having been sliced. Perforated, right? Perforated, yeah. yeah. Uh, fluxit aqua et, uh, sanguine, it pours out, and then nice ablatives here, with water and blood. Uh, and then we get our colon here, esto... Nobis praegustatum. And then, uh, Father David, you know, we're just talking about this really cool phrase. Yeah. Be a praegustum for us. Uh, praegustatum. Uh, it means to taste, but then the pri means a foretaste. Uh, yes. Talk about that, please, a little bit. Oh, um, no, I, I, there's a theological significance here that when we look at the Eucharist, the body of Christ, as Catholics, we see it as that foretaste of heaven, right? Just a little uh, preview, if you will, of heaven on earth. The Mass is sometimes called heaven on earth. I also think it's interesting that uh, esto, it's an imperative, right? Yep. We're talking to the body. Yep. Right? It be for us, you know, true body, be for us a foretaste, right? And it doesn't say of heaven, but that's implied there. Yeah, the, for, the foreground, right? So like, yeah. you, eventually we'll get to heaven. Yes. And so it's a foretaste of what's to come in heaven. That's right. and, so that, and that's why in the translation it says a taste of heaven. They're taking that pry and kind of like 
running with it yes. in the translation. And I think what a beautiful time to be singing this song, which in another sense gives us a taste of like the heavenly chorus, right? But during communion. Yes. Like yeah. when we're actually yes. experiencing this communion with our Lord. Like it's what really, a beautiful symbolic time to oh, play yeah. a song too. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, so the last line, uh, mortis in examine. Uh, examine, uh, it means a trial or an examine. Uh, an examine is, of course, like an exam, right? Like a like like you're testing, you're being tested, um, and that's why I think it's it's really beautiful because um, you know the, the the optimistic translation down here in the face of death. Like a lot of people can meet their death in different ways. You can meet your death with well, with fear. You can meet your death with faith. I like that with virtue, right? Mm -hmm. And so the trial of of a death is kind of like how are you going to end that life? Father, would you like to? Absolutely. No, I think that's that's uh, and it's a very um, Catholic way of looking at death as the ultimate test, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's not the end, but it's it's kind of that that ultimate test and, and preparation, right, for eternal life. So this, um, it's Eucharistic, but it's also very much looking towards the end. This whole hymn, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the, the the beautiful ending here, uh, Oh Jesu Dulcis, uh, uh, Dulcis, sorry, Dulcis, uh, my, if you're ecclesiastical, <clears throat> yeah, sorry. Uh, oh Jesu Dulcis, uh, Dulcis means sweet, so Oh yeah. sweet Jesus. Oh Jesu Pie, uh, Pie is where we get the word pious from, so mm -hmm. Oh pious mm -hmm. Jesus. Oh Jesu Filii Mariae, the Son of Mary. Um, and so I really like uh, you. You remember the in nomine patris at filii, so you get your uh, your filii mm -hmm. in there, the son, and then Mariae, uh, the a e ending the genitive of Mary. So there you go. It's, it's also just beautiful how this is a Eucharistic hymn. But it, it's framed by the Blessed Mother, right? It, mm -hmm. it begins with that line, Ave Verum Corpus Novum, De Maria Virgine, and then it ends, Jesu Fili Mariae, right? And so it's kind of, and that's often Mary's role, right? Jesus is kind of like center stage, but she's kind of uh, leading up to him, or, or uh, you know, she's there almost in the background of this Eucharistic hymn. Well, I think that's a great segue for us to lead right into the uh, actual audio that we have from our amazing choir led by Mr. Abbott and Mr. Simpson. So thank you, Father David. Thank you, Mr. Hyden. And now we're going to switch right over to the audio from today's Mass. Thank you for awesome. having me. Awesome. Good to be here.